Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. And it's a brisk, and I do mean brisk, November morning here in the Piedmont of North Carolina. Frost is on the pumpkin for sure. Uh, looks like we've had another heavy frost. But on the good side, days coming ahead seem to be warming up some, but again, the rain. We went several weeks now without any rain, and it's very dry, and we could use some, but at least the temperatures are going to be moderating over the next week or so. So it's going to look like that nice fall weather that we've been looking for. The leaves are falling. It's most definitely coming Thanksgiving time and Christmas time, and that's what we want to talk a little bit about today is the holiday season, so you can have a healthy a happy and a safe holiday season. Some of the tips I would like to give you today has basically to do with some of the things that you're getting ready to do over the next few weeks and preparing for your Thanksgiving holidays and your Christmas holidays. And here at Daddy Pete, we do, our slogan is, we help you grow. And not only do we help you grow, but we want to help you to stay safe in these holiday seasons. And I know it's going to be a busy, busy time for everybody. And with that being said, let's get on into Christmas trees. Now, a lot of people do like to have their Christmas Christmas trees up for Thanksgiving. I know you have people coming in, family, friends. You start to celebrate. Most people start Thanksgiving that night. We light the tree, then we go into the next holiday season, which is Christmas. Now, just a few tips on Christmas trees. Christmas trees are already being cut, already being shipped. Here it is, the third day of November. They're already on lots. So keep in mind that tree is going to do without any watering. Could be for several weeks, but if you're going to use it for a Christmas, Christmas tree. You set it up at the Thanksgiving season. That's another 30 days or so before the Christmas day, and then usually a few days after before you take it down. So we need to make some preparation to make sure that your Christmas tree, if you buy a cut Christmas tree, that it stays safe, doesn't create a fire hazard for you and your family. Now, I would suggest if you're using a live tree, the best thing is to go to a choose and cut lot when you need it. That way you do know that it's fresh. Here's another thing when you get that home. If you can protect those branches and the needles from bringing the ride home, being dried out in the wind, take a protective cover, actually wrap that Christmas tree and bring it on down the road until you get to your home. Another thing is, keep in mind, it's usually going to be a cold day when you cut that Christmas tree. You're getting ready to go from a cold environment into a warm environment in your house, and plants do not like to go from one extreme to the other. Even though that tree's just been cut, you will shock it. So what is a great idea, if you can, is to take that tree when you get it home, move it over into a garage, let it actually stay a day or so. And I would actually, when taking it from your car to the garage or in that process, you know, spray it with a little bit of water, take it on in to the garage area where the temperature is a little bit different from the outside. And then that way it will moderate slowly and then take it inside. One thing you also want to do, a tree has a natural defense system just like a human being, when you cut it, it's going to scab over. Make sure you cut off at least one inch of that bottom trunk before you're putting it into your Christmas tree stand or what's going to be water. Most definitely make sure that it goes into a watered stand. I know some people like to stick it down in dirt. They'll put it in maybe even a bucket. It's a lot better to put it into a stand that's water where it can uptake. I've seen people say, well, let's drill some holes in the bottom of my 
None of that works. Just cut straight across at least one inch off of the stump of that tree and directly put it into your holder setup, get the water in it, and then make sure that you keep an eye on that water every day. And depending on where it's at, it's near heat vent, if there's a lot of movement, if the house is warmer, you may have to add water to it twice a day. This in turn will make sure that all the needles and all the limbs on that tree will stay pliable and would be hard for a fire to start. Now, in doing that, as you're putting up your Christmas light and putting them on your tree, make sure that all the bulbs are good, they're in tight. Also, look at the wiring, make sure there's none knit or that it's frayed or become old, brittle, make sure those lights are in good shape. I suggest that you plug them in before you start straining the tree. Make sure all the sockets are good, everything looks good, just give them a good inspection. So that would make sure that you could have a safe and a happy Christmas or holiday season. Now, let's move into poinsettia. Poinsettias are another big thing. They're already on the market, and a lot of people will buy poinsettias. They bring them home, and even before the holiday they intend to, they start to wilt. They start to die. They look bad. Let me give you some tips on how to take care of those poinsettias. When you're buying poinsettias, if you go to the big box stores, if they're set in from an open setting with doors where they get draft, if that's where they have them for sale, I would not buy them. I think you're better off to go to a garden center where the poinsettias are still inside a greenhouse setting. And here's why. Poinsettias do not like a draft. They like a temperature of at least 70 degrees and they like a certain amount of light. Now, most people will buy one, say, at a box store. They've been in the draft. They go home. They set it in the draft. Within two weeks or less, the plant is wilting and it's dying. And there's only three reasons that that poinsettia will not perform well. Number one is you need to get a healthy plant to start with. So make sure that you got a healthy plant when you take it home. Number two, make sure that you do take it home in your vehicle. Do not put it in the bed of the truck. Let it ride because... That's just death to a poinsettia. When you get to your home with it, make sure that you do locate that poinsettia in a place that it is out of a draft and it is warm, at least 70 degrees, and that it gets some sun during the daytime. That is a big one. Now, here is the one that really gets most people will overwater a poinsettia. Poinsettias do not need that much water. Poinsettias originated in the Mexico area. They can stand more, uh, they're more of a drought tolerant plant. And I know people with the right care that repots their poinsettias in the spring and they just keep growing and growing. They're actually a tree like shrub. And you can keep a poinsettia for many years with the right care. So these are some of the tips that you want to think about when you're buying the poinsettias. You know, buy the healthy plant, locate the plant right. Do not overwater, and you will have a healthy and a great-looking poinsettia all the way through. And then come springtime, you'll have something that you can put in a bigger pot and use again next year. So that's just a few tips there. I used to get so tired, and I did it myself, buying a poinsettia, and even though I wouldn't overwater it, I would buy the ones that wasn't healthy. Of course, they looked good in the box store, but when I got it home, then they would still start to wilt process until I did some research years ago and found out how to keep my poinsettias year after year. So if I'm going to buy something now, I'm going to jump right back to the Christmas trees again, because there's one thing I want to mention to that too. You do have the option, if it's live trees that you want, to buy a B&B or a burlap ball 
Christmas tree. Therefore, you can take that home, stick it in a big pot, throw a little soil around it, keep it damp. And then when the Christmas season is over, and when you get the opportunity that the ground's not frozen, you can stop by your local garden center, grab you a bag of Daddy Pete's planting mix, go dig your hole. And we do have podcasts there that will help you know exactly how to plant your evergreens, your shrubs. And you can use that tree in your yard or in your landscape setting instead of just buying a tree for $100 and then throwing it out and to be discarded just within a few weeks. So that's an idea also, just to keep that in your mind. I know, again, this time of year, a lot of people are planting pansies. In the South here, the pansies do well as soon as the temperature cools off, and we do plant a lot of pansies. If you're doing that, I would recommend, again, Daddy Pete's planting mix or our potting mix if you're putting them in your pots. If you're putting them in your beds, I would most definitely incorporate some of our planting mix for sure. But that's one thing that you might want to look at in doing your beds would be our Daddy Pete's either cow manure to add back to your raised beds if that's where you're planting them or to put those in your pots, you would like to use our planting mix or our potting mix. So let me go back that over again. If you're planting pansies, especially here in the South, now that it's got cold weather, make sure that you use our potting mix or our planting mix in your pots. It does have our composted dairy manure in it, and pansies love that. Also, if you're planting them in the raised beds and you want to just beef up the soil and the nutrients a little bit, buy a bag of our composted dairy cow manure, add that in there, and your pansies will flourish all the way in the next spring when you're ready to replace that with different annuals. So that's just a few things that might help you along this holiday season as you're preparing for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. We hope that those tips may help you. Go to our website, which is daddypeats.com, and you can look around there just a little bit at our different soils, our different mulches, our different barks. You can look at our archives of our podcast. You can go through and click on the different topics. If you've got one, that's something's on your mind. If you don't see it there, make sure that you hit the button there and ask a question or leave a comment. I do answer all of the questions that sent to us and comments, and I will respond to you. We'd love to hear from you. And while you're there, also sign up for our monthly gardening tips newsletter. Now, along with that newsletter, we send it straight to your email. We don't sell your email address. We don't share it. It's just between you and us. And we have some wonderful recipes. And this time of year, there's going to be some magnificent holiday recipes. And I have so many comments when I go places. We love your gardening tips and we really love the recipes. Now, the ladies do a great job coming up with some magnificent recipes. And uh, if you're like myself, you'll love to eat. So anyway, I hope that this helps you a little bit thinking about getting ready for your holiday season. And just a couple tips. And We'll have a few more from the next week or two that'll give you some other ideas. So if you tune in and you listen to us every week, you will get that. Well, it's about time for me to get off of here and go out here and get in my garden. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to us at Gardening with Daddy Pete. And I'm Melvin York. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeats.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.